Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell and Chaz Reed. What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Edward Atwell from Edward Atwell Films, here with my co-host, Chaz Reed. What's happening, dude? What's going on, everybody? It's your co-host with the most, Chaz Reed, a.k.a. Mr. Smooth Operator, a.k.a. (laughs) I love doing weddings sometimes, (laughs) a.k.a. That's all I got right now. Dude, so... The craziest thing happened this week, man. What's that, dude? Right? I mean, you already know what it is, oh. but oh. yeah, we had something big happen for the podcast. Tell them, dog. We picked up a sponsorship. Yes, me and Chaz. I know some of y'all are already thinking, like, mm, that doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. But we did for all these golden nuggets, nuggets of the day, whatever we're calling them. <laughs> everything, you know, everything we're putting out trying to help people. Musicbed has decided to partner with us, the most infamous name in podcasting. Say, say that again, bro. Say that for those who didn't hear them. Who decided to partner with us? Was it who? Was it Musicbed? Oh man! Dang! Man, hey, that's something major, bro. <laughs> that's something major, dude. It is. So, here's a quick. Uh, what do they call them? Not a spot. Like an announcement? Maybe a message from our sponsor. A message from our sponsor. I feel like they're going to delete us before we get started. Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> We're just starting. We're just beginning, We're guys. just starting. <clears throat> That's right. So, here's a quick message from our sponsor, Musicbed. So, Chaz, you know what always gets on my nerves? What's that, man? When you have this wedding to edit, right? Mm-hmm. And you spend that first, like, three hours trying to find a song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what I, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Like, you, you have in your head, like, man, I just really need a really good song. Yeah. But you're, you're browsing and you're browsing and you can't find it. Not only have we been there, but so has the team at Musicbed. And in fact, that's the entire reason that they've built their platform. They collaborate with hundreds of artists, bands, and composers, and they've made it easier than ever for you to get the perfect song for your film and get back to what you're supposed to be doing, which is editing. Hey, you know what, guys? They're even offering us an exclusive promotion right now just for Story Over Everything listeners. Um, If you sign up for a wedding subscription today, you get your first month for free. Let me say that one more time. If you sign up for a wedding subscription today, you get your first month free. And all you got to do is use the coupon code Story Over Everything when you check out. We all know that some lame wedding music is just, it can make or break your whole film. It can do, because, I mean, we, we've been there. Right. You get on there and you just scroll through these things and it's like, man, I done heard this song six times. Yep. Never again. Sign up for Musicbed. Use that promo code. Get that first month free. Check it Story out. Story of everything, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're the best at this. So, dude, that's a huge announcement. I appreciate everybody who uh, who supports us and also who made it through that entire uh, spot, promotional spot there. Um, but we've got a couple things that we can talk about today, Chaz. And I'm going to start with you, right? Because you're the soul behind the team. You know, I'm just a talking head. You're the soul. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this uh, in a couple private messages this week. Mm-hmm. 
um, and and I know we haven't always been the greatest about of our uh, about our punctuality right. in releasing our podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. But we're we're tightening that up, right? Yes, we are. We are. But the question was, why do we do this? And what he, what he meant by that is, what's in it for me and you? Like, why are we here? Why are we releasing podcasts? Why do we have this group? Why are we doing all this stuff to help other people? Uh, I believe the main reason why I wanted to do it was because when I first started filming wedding films, I think it was like, I think it was a total of like two maybe podcasts that that talked about wedding videography. And one of them, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to throw any names or anything, but they... You know, after after so many episodes, they started doing the Patreon thing and they were like releasing like a couple minutes of their podcast and then like asking people to basically pay to hear the rest of it. And, yeah. um, you know, not everybody has, you know, money to, to blow, even though you should invest in yourself and your brand. In the beginning, it's hard to do that, you know, and I understand it. Yeah. And I think we've all been in the shoes where we've done tons and tons of research on YouTube and we just want to listen to somebody that we can relate to and, you know, the avenue that we're that we're headed down. And so my biggest thing with doing this podcast was I get to I get to kick it with my homie. Well, you know, virtually kick it and just have a conversation about something that, you know, we're both passionate about and understand. What about yourself? Yeah, dude. And that's the same for me, man, is that when I started, like, so, you know, like, we're not so old that we didn't have YouTube or something. But for me, there was always like a unique scenario that would pop up. And what I really wanted was someone to be like, just real quick, like, hey, can you give me a little more insight here? Because I'm not sure, Mm -hmm. you know, from what I know and like what I've looked up and researched and practiced, this is what I think. But I'd really, you know, for my comfort, like a a second opinion. Um, and dude, that's what I want to give to people, not only through this avenue of the podcast, but through all the avenues that we do and that, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep growing, of course, I hope, but just giving somebody that extra peace of mind, that extra assistance, that extra help, like, you know, from somebody who's got some experience, who knows what they're doing, who's made some money, um, just that, you know, that extra bit. And I think it means a lot to the people who, who follow us. So what's in it for you, dude? That's it, man. I just, there's nothing better for me than at the end of a conversation, someone being like, dude, thank you. Right. Like, I appreciate you helping right. me. Like, that feeling I get from helping others is all, that's what I'm in it for, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because you just, like, you remember going back, you know, to GH3 potato days for you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, what would you have done? Like, you probably would have been so grateful. And same for me, like, to have somebody who was established in this industry to be like, hey, I got your back. Like, whatever you need, let me know. I can help you right. out. Right. And I like I like to provide that for people. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to put that out there. I know we covered that in our first ever episode. That was like last September or something. Um, but, you know, we've got, we've grown a lot. We've got a lot new, a lot of new group members and a lot more listeners, of course, than we did at that point. But just to reiterate, you know, why we're here. Like, we're not looking for a quick buck. You know, you're not going to join the group and then get some spam like, mm-hmm. oh, like for for two ninety nine today, right. you can get this and that. Like, that's just not what right. we do. You know, that's not saying that we'll never provide, you know, like some advanced opportunities. 
but we never want to be about the money. At least, at least that's how I feel. Yeah. yeah, and that's cool. I like that because you know not everybody these days is is about that life. Um, so we've got a, a couple user questions, but first, what's been going on in Chaz World, man? How's how's the fifty two weddings a year going? Man, I don't, I don't know how I, I um I stay woke sometimes. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty tired, dog. Like um. I think I think I can tell you, but I think you have to experience yourself. Like, mm-hmm. don't do this many weddings. Like, I still have fun at each and every one of them, but it's kind of like it's kind of like starting a really old car in the wintertime, like on my wedding days, because I'm like super beat, and it's kind of <laughs> like okay, dog. Like, you gotta get up, you gotta drive mm-hmm. there, you gotta bring the energy when you get there. And it's just like, I'm like, oh, God, I'm so tired. I just want to sleep in. Right. But, um, no, nah, I've had some dope weddings, man. I've had some dope couples. You had the helicopter exit. Yeah, I had a helicopter exit last last Saturday. That was pretty dope. That's awesome. Um, I Man, I've had some couples, man, where they weren't doing a send-off, like, I think about two weeks ago. Man, I had this couple... They were super down to earth. I loved them. And um, they weren't doing the exit. So I was telling them I was about to leave. They was like, no, you're not. Put that camera up. What? Put that camera up. Come on and party with us. What? I had energy. I don't know why I had energy this late. But I was like, all right, cool. And, man, we had a blast, bro. Had a blast. No man, I had a ball. <laughs> That's what's up. I man. had a ball at that wedding. And, um... Just that riding a Harley. That's that's about it, man. That's about it. That's awesome, dude. I looked at a motorcycle yesterday. Oh yeah, what kind? Yeah, BMW. Nah, man, don't waste your money, man. If it ain't <laughs> if it ain't a Harley, don't get it, bro. Come on. Oh gosh, that's a different podcast for a different day. Okay. <laughs> um, but dude, just to give everybody a quick update on me, um, I know you know a lot of people who follow us realize that I have not been heavily in the wedding scene for the past couple months. I have been working my tail off with all these commercials. Um, And they are, it looks like I'm gonna have a break, you know, probably September, Mm -hmm. um, which is good because I've got a string of weddings coming up. I've got like six or seven weddings um, from September to mid-October that it would be very helpful if I didn't have my current 11 project backlog Hmm. that is that is on my board but you know it's all good uh it's good for business to have you know this this much going on um just make sure you stay on top of it uh which is something i want to talk about maybe not today uh but maybe in our next podcast um you know managing your time wisely and i think we touched on it once before but i feel like i feel like it's worth another look always yeah because even if you know what to do, sometimes you can slip up and, you know, fall into one of those little holes and you're like, man, I can't remember how I got mm-hmm. here. So we'll definitely look into that. But that brings us, Chaz, to our first uh, user question, which is also, I think, something we've covered before, maybe not in great detail, but we've touched on it, I know. Uh, and that's solo shooting hybrid weddings. And by hybrid, for anyone who's listening, I mean, doing photography and videography for the same wedding mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah. What's your opinion on that, Chaz? Um, 
You know what, man? I've I've actually been really considering it here lately. Um, I've been bumping into some photographers, man, and they really just they really bother me. <laughs> like, like they really bother me. They're always in the way, or they're messing up the timeline, or something. And, you know, I'm like real chill, man. So I'm like easy to get along with. So for you to get on my nerves and to bother me, like it's something really got to be, you know, wrong with you. Yeah, that surprises me. You're super chill. Yeah, so, um, but I've been looking into it. I've been looking at, um, I've been thinking about getting a camera just for stills. Um, but, you know, the A7 III is pretty, it's really good on, with stills. But um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like if I did that, because, so my new setup is I walk around with the dual camera harness on. So I don't mm -hmm. have to change my focal lengths. Like, I don't have to change my lenses. So I can pretty much walk in a room for prep, and I, I can shoot wide, or I can shoot tight, like, really fast, you know? And um, I figure if I was going to do a hybrid wedding, I would walk around. I would look like um, I would look like RoboCop or, or Terminator or something, because I would <laughs> have to have, like, a third camera, you know, yeah. on me somehow. But um, you, you're the one that's done them. I haven't done them. I, I'm looking for the opportunity to do them. But, shoot, you're the one that got to tell us the, the tidbits and how you really feel about it. Yeah, so I've done, I think, four or five of these uh, hybrid solo shoots, uh, meaning that I'm responsible for both all the photography and all the videography mm -hmm. all by myself. Mm -hmm. My best tip would be to not do it. Oh. Um, well, really, because you're opening yourself up to a world where if you have an off day, it can really hurt you. This is true. Um, like, you don't want to be the person who gets a bad review and, you know, that bride who's going to blast it all over everything Ooh, yeah. because you took a little too much responsibility. Yeah. Now, with that out of the way, if you want to do it, do it the right way, okay? So, number one thing you're going to have to have, you have to have at least two cameras. Right. You, at, at this kind of thing, you're not going to have an opportunity to switch lenses, right? right? Because you're responsible for everything. You don't have a, a second to go and be like, oh, I'm just going to mess around, switch lenses, do whatever. You're going to have to have that double cam camera harness. And that's what I use, you know, if I do a hybrid wedding. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's definitely what I recommend. So that way you've got, like Chaz said, you've got a wide on your left, a tight on your right, or, you know, whatever, yeah. tight on your left, wide on your mm -hmm. right. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the other thing I'll say is that you absolutely have, like this is a non-negotiable, you have to be intimately familiar with your equipment and comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. So let me give you an, an example. Mm -hmm. When you have, and this is, like I said, this is from my experience, when you've got three cameras running for a ceremony for video, and you've got two cameras on your side for pictures, like you don't have a second to mess, mess up in a menu. Like no lie, like you will miss things. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm not the guy who's out here like, you gotta capture every moment, but you don't wanna be the person who misses any important right. ones. Right, so you don't need 600 pictures at a ceremony, but you're gonna want those ones that, you know, everyone wants to see that first kiss, right. the, the groom looking at his, at his bride walking down right. the aisle. <clears throat> so, Get that double camera harness. Get two cameras, preferably the same brand with the same menus. Yep. 
um, because like it's kind of like in mechanical engineering uh, you know the more parts the more moving parts there are to any machine the more likely it is to fail and that's just that's just simple mechanics so if you think of yourself as a wedding machine the less moving parts the less things you have to use your like you know mental capacity for Mm -hmm. the more apt you are to be successful so if you're using canon make them make them all canon so you know the menus you know like doop 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 you got what you want Mm -hmm. you don't want to get into a a moment where you got one canon and then you got like a panasonic and you're like ah like what was that setting again like where where did i find it because it's going to be that moment that's going to ruin you um so yeah double camera harness two cameras wide tight be super comfortable and super confident Solo shooting a hybrid wedding is not for those who are faint of heart or get easily stressed. Mm. You have to be able to roll with the punches. And I mean, Chaz, you've done 100 weddings this year. How many of them have been perfectly on schedule? Zero. Zero. Okay, so the thing is, when you're the photographer and the videographer, it's going to be even more stressful yeah. and worse. Yeah. Because like, as a videographer... Most times, couples and planners aren't looking to you like, oh, like, do we have time for this? Do we have time for this? You know, as a videographer, at least in my experience, you have a lot more leeway just to kind of go with the schedule, yeah. uh, you know, whatever happens. But doing both, you know, there's going to be eyes on you and the couple, the planners, the coordinators, they're going to be looking at you for input. Um, so make sure, don't stress out, keep it light, do your job. And the the best tip, other than the first tip I gave, um, like this is really helpful for people who take photographs in a film style. And by film, I don't mean like, you know, film like a roll of film, but like film like a movie. Um, so like, you know, for my weddings, I like to keep like a cinematic style, uh, I guess you would call it. And I do the same for my photographs. So often what I'll do is like when I see something I wanna capture, I'll record my five seconds or seven seconds, whatever it may be, stop, take a picture, right? So like you're getting a lot of the same moments, but it works out to where, you know, it's just another thing that's easier to do. That's what I think about it. Yeah, this is Kat. I, um, I just started watching a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, Taylor Jackson, mm-hmm. like he's on YouTube, Taylor Jackson. He's um he's primarily a photographer, but he does he does both. But he does hybrid weddings, and um, I don't think he I don't think he's posted one where it was solo. But he um he had another guy with him, and they were both doing photo and video. And a mm-hmm. lot of times it was prioritizing um, who's gonna do what when. Yeah. Um, Cause you don't both want to be doing the same thing at the same time, um, without knowing it, you know. And yeah. they only offered certain things. Like, if I'm not mistaken, like you're not gonna get a a full ceremony from them because they're walking around trying to get you know different angles and different moments on video and mm-hmm. photo, and nothing's nothing set up on a tripod or anything. And um. I think a, a good point that that 
needs to be made or a good thing to think about is um you need to I think when you talk to your couple, you need to tell them what you specialize in mm-hmm. and let that be known that this is majority of what I'm going to deliver. Right. Like, like uh, I, I was talking to a photographer. He was like, yeah, he takes like, I think he said like 2000 pictures and a wedding Jeez. or something like that. And then I think about myself and I might film like maybe uh, an hour worth of clips or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. But because you're doing both, you're not going to be able to deliver all the same things. So like if you're a photographer and you're getting in a video, make that be known. Like I'm a I'm mainly a photographer, but I also do video. So my main focus at your wedding is going to be photography, but it's going to also include the videography section of it. Like I'll be able to film a wedding film as well. And, and right. vice versa. Like if your specialty is videography, then I think you should tell the couple like, yo, my specialty is videography, but I also do photos, you know, so. Mm-hmm. My main focus on your wedding day, I think I think your main focuses need to match up. So if that particular couple is like super, super focused on photos and formals and stuff like that, yeah, and you're not into that type of thing, it might it might not be your couple. Like don't don't accept something because the money's there, like because you'll Good burn point. yourself. So, like you were saying, like you you really do have to know your stuff to do it, like. I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want to do it with multiple different cameras of the same brand. Like I was just sitting there thinking when you was talking about that, and you was thinking different, different, um, different brands. But I was thinking like, mm-hmm. yo, my A7 III and my A7S, like everything is similar, but it's not the exact same, you know. And then don't, if I have to use an A6500 or something, that's like, no, it's not, it's not the same. So <laughs> right. I would definitely want to have matching cameras, like model and everything. So, you know, I can probably do it with my eyes closed or whatever. But yeah, that was a good question. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, that's a, I mean, those are all good points. You, you just really have to be on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like we said, it's not for the faint of heart or for somebody who, when things get, you know, in the weeds, you're gonna stress out and freak out and miss, you know, miss something or mess something up or, or hurt yourself in the long run. So the uh, the next question, I feel like we covered that good. What do you think? I think so. I think so too. Um, and of course, you know, anything that is, you know, more elaboration is needed, just let us know. We'll we're happy to go back on a topic and and you know go deeper into yeah. it. Um, the next one is I know we we covered a similar type question uh, a couple weeks ago, but it's not the exact same, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and let it go, this one. Uh, and that's how do you make the couple feel relaxed when they seem stressed out? Um, so for me, for my style, um, I'm very behind the scenes. Like, you know, I'm not a gimbal and a light in your face, you know, swirling around doing that kind of stuff. I know a lot of people love that. Yeah. That's not me. To make the couple feel relaxed, I think I think my most used thing would be just to be yourself. Like, if you've done, you know, if you've booked your couple, you know, the route that I think most people do, which is 
you know, via a phone conversation or an in-person meeting, you should have a fairly good, you know, vibe with them right. at that point. Right. Like you, they should know how you are. You should know how they are. Um, but anytime that, you know, I've had someone be stressed out at a wedding, I'm just myself. I'll crap a couple, uh, crap. I'll crack a couple jokes and, you know, make fun of something, lighten up the situation. And usually you can just see the stress dissipate, you know, with that laughter. Um, and I, you know, I've had great success with that. Now, if we're talking about momzillas, uh, just try to ignore them and run away. Mm-hmm. Unless the mom is who hired you, then, you know, that's a different conversation. But, you know, usually anybody who's not the couple who starts to get, you know, finicky or stressed out about stuff, you know, my main focus at a wedding is to serve the couple and make sure their needs are taken care of. And I do what I told them I would. Uh, so just go in, be yourself, uh, and, you know, just be friends, you know, right. like if, if you were stressed out in a situation or I was, and you came over, like you just being Chaz would, would do the trick, right. you know, right. just hanging out with somebody you're familiar with. Uh, so that's what I would recommend. Just be yourself. Uh, you know, if you're funny, if you're not, you know, like whatever you do, like whatever they hired you for, be that, uh, and that should help. What do you think? Um... So I have different opinions on it. Um, <clears throat> I think it's really based off the couple, um, and this is this is just a moment of of honesty, guys. Um, you're not gonna like everybody you work with, like mm-hmm. you're not gonna like the couples, like not all the couples or whatever. Or you might not like the bride, you might not like the groom or something. Like I've had a groom that was throwing like a temper tantrum, like a a, a little baby before, and <laughs> um. Like, we were trying to get him to, like, chill out and, like, I guess relax or whatever. But he just kept, like, it was, just, it was like, really, it was really bugging, man. And, you know, I honestly stopped caring because I can't, I can't, I can't, ex- I can't give you all of my energy because then I'm going to be drained, you know? Right. And you're just one factor of my wedding. If you want to be super upset and, you know, over something that can't really be fixed right now or or something that you dropped the ball on at a wedding day. I mean, I I can't do it. I can't I can't help you out. But everybody else, like you said, I just bro, when I go to a wedding, I've I've had people ask me like, um, (laughs) I remember I walked into bride prep one time. And I did something. I was saying something and I sat down beside somebody. I just sat down like I just walked in with like a camera and I just sat down. Right. And I was talking to the lady and she was um, somebody came in and it was like, do you know him? She was like, nah, I don't even know him. <laughs> like she was just that comfortable <laughs> with me. So, you know, in order for you to get people to relax, I think you have to be relaxed. You know, Boom. there it is. Um, That's the ticket. Because. You know, your body language is going to put off a lot on them, um, whether you whether you know it or not. And um, sometimes you're that voice of clarity because you're the professional. This is their first time, mm-hmm. maybe their first time, hopefully their only time going through this thing. So, you know, they'll take your advice. Probably they'll take your advice into consideration more than they'll take their their friends advice into consideration, you know. Right. If it's just a simple, oh, it's, they're always like this, or, you know, 
oh, it's okay, we'll catch up on everything. Whatever you have to say, you know, to, you know, um, remove that stress, just go for it. Like, sometimes I have brides, like, break down crying from nervousness, and I'm just there patting them on the back like, yo, it's okay, man. Like, (laughs) you're about to marry your best friend. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's going to be good. I always say the same things. Like, trust me, like, I've been to a lot of these things. It's going to be all right. right. Just relax. Um, It's funny that you say that because, like, one of my things I do at, like, 99% of my weddings, Mm -hmm. I mean, as probably most everybody that listens knows, like, I don't have hair. Like, you see this. I don't have hair. Uh, So one of my first things always, like, I go into the room where they're getting their hair done. Like, I'll plop down in the seat and be like, I'm next. Like, can you do that same thing for me? (laughs) And it, it always just adds, like... Oh, okay, like he's we're comfortable with yeah. this, right? Yeah. Um, and if they're not, I know, like, okay, well, these ain't my people. Like, I'm just gonna stay in the back, not worry right. about anybody. <laughs> Stick in the muds. I always try to get people drunk. As really? soon as I walk in, I'm like, yo, where's the alcohol at? Because y'all need to start drinking right <laughs> now. Like, they'll be like, it's only nine in the morning. I'll be like, I don't care. It's a wedding day. Dude, it's so funny. My brother-in-law has this saying. He says every year at the beach, and it is. You can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. This is true. And I, I feel like that's what you're, you're telling this your couples. This is true. You go in there like, hey, if you want to be the person who drank all day, like you got to start now. You can't start I'm later. I'm trying to get them drunk, drunk. <laughs> like, like, oh, you just going to have one shot? No. Oh, gosh. You're, you're terrible, Come Chaz. On. Drink some more. You're yeah, terrible. Dog. I do not I do not support that message. I go for it. Drink up. <laughs> So yeah, I think we're both saying the same things here. You be relaxed, just be yourself, and 99% of the time that, that works, yeah. at least in my experience, it works pretty well. Um, and so the, the next topic, uh, I know we both have the same notes, but I'm gonna skip down to the last one actually, considering the, uh, what are you opening there? This is, um, I bought some rechargeable AAA batteries for my Tascam DR10s. Okay. I got you. I need to get some of those. I'm tired of buying those triple A's. Exactly. Um, but so this last topic, and I think it's fitting considering, you know, the, the breaking news uh, of our ambassadorship with the music bed. Ooh, I like that. Um, is it, it? Well, that's what it's like whenever you, I know you, did, you said you didn't do it yet, but when you set up your account, like it's right there, like you're a music bed ambassador. Wow. And that's super cool. Like. Wow. I don't know. I'm not, I've never been an ambassador for anything, so I think it's pretty cool. Wow. Hey. Um, anybody follow <laughs> DJ Khaled on Snapchat? Still in a meeting. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Still in a meeting. <laughs> oh, gosh. You got to stop. Um, so, yeah, this last topic um, that I know it pops up from time to time pretty much everywhere you look, and that is on the topic of music. Like, how do you how do you pick it and when do you pick it mm. like for the wedding so you want to go first or you want me to go first uh no nah, you go for it brother all right so here's what i do if you just go to whatever music site you're using probably music bed now. hopefully music bed 20 percent just off. click rent right 20 percent <laughs> off Use that's it. a 20 percent chance 20 percent off if you purchase one song Okay. Or a free month. If you use story, if you use story over everything as your promo code, your coupon code. But if you sign up for the wedding subscription, oh, you get that first month free, unlimited downloads. Doesn't that just give you a really solid chance to try what? it and for it to prove itself that it's that good? Free. I didn't say that's crazy. One ninety nine. Hmm. 
I said free ninety nine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> free ninety nine. You're terrible. I don't know what to do with you anymore. Um, no. So like for me, what I was saying is, I just go onto the site I'm using, and I just pick a random song and go with it. Man, I, I'm I hate you. <laughs> I was like, no. What? So, <laughs> so when I edit a wedding. It really starts the day of the wedding when I'm shooting the wedding, mm. uh, and I know I've mentioned this several times, and you know all the different avenues that I talk, but I shoot to edit. So like while I'm shooting a wedding, I'm editing it in my mind. Mm. So the best thing that I always come back to is how does the day feel like when I'm there? Like you know I lock it into my mind. You know, if there's a moment that stands out above the rest, and if that moment is the father's toast to his daughter, and it's like this heart-wrenching speech, I know that's the attitude that I want to mirror with my song. Mm -hmm. Um, So really, I think just like most things in life, it boils down to being intentional with your choices. Um, And so when you think of it that way, like, you know, if that was the biggest part of this day was that speech, mirror that in your film and you'll have a happy customer. Mm-hmm. You know, no doubt. There's no doubt on that. If the, the biggest part of your day was a really, really good reception with a bunch of dancing and everyone partying, mirror that and you'll have success. Um, because essentially what I'm trying to do, and I think what most people are trying to do as wedding videographers, is to get the couple to remember the day as it was. They want to be able to look back and have real memories and that same feeling that they had on that day, right? Right. Like that's why we're creating this heirloom asset piece, like whatever you want to call it. Like it's for them, you know, seven months from now, four years from now, 10 years from now, to look back and watch this video and be like, man, I remember why I love this person so much. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's what I always do is I start from the day and I lock it into my mind, like this was the part, this was the energy, this was the vibe that stuck out the most. Right. I go to my, you know, to my music selection and I find a song that as an editor makes me feel that same emotion mm-hmm. and I roll with it. Mm. That's it. And something else you gotta, you, like, especially as a beginner, stop second guessing yourself. Like that indecision will freeze you into like no action you're not going to be doing anything you're going to get stuck looking at the next song and then the next song and then the next song and then pretty soon like in the you know our little ad earlier like i know people have spent hours searching for a song because it's they're just they're indecisive like find one that mirrors the emotion of the day roll with it and watch the magic happen it's you got to keep it simple everything weddings you have to keep simple Keep it simple, stupid. That's right. What do you think, dude? What's your what's your approach to selecting music for an edit? Um, well, I've definitely been that guy that has <laughs> got <laughs> got stuck in analysis paralysis for hours and ended up with nothing. Um, right. Like, I mean, like all day. I'm not gonna drop the name of the the company that I was using. Um, to get wedding music from, but I could probably, I'll, I'll probably listen to everything that they had, like, Twice. in that 
particular category or genre of music. Um, I wish I could edit that way like you do, like, but my brain, the way my brain is set up, I have like a, I have like a pump and dump type thing. Like mm -hmm. when it's in front of me, I'm thinking about it. I get it done, I move on. When I'm done with it, I don't think about it anymore. Like, so it's hard, a lot of times it's hard for me to recall certain things that go on throughout right. the day. So with me, what's, what's always been my driving factor when I was doing, when I first started filming anything, I would shoot, you know, music videos, commercials, um, random things. What has always been my driving factor when I edited it was the music. I had to have the song before I had the, the pieces or before I couldn't, I think the music, if I was, if I was a painter, the music will be what would allow my hands to move on the canvas with the paintbrush. Ooh, that's deep. Um, but if I can't find the music, then I can't produce the, the, the artwork, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's funny you say that because like I already know, like I can see the messages rolling into my inbox when I release this tomorrow. But like, I don't want people to think that we you know, took this music bed sponsorship lightly. Um, in, in video work, music oftentimes is the most important part of it because it really sets the tone. Yeah, it's everything. And, and, and like having, I mean, I know what you're talking about, dude, because we use the same companies previously, yeah. which will remain nameless because, you know, we're not on a dog anybody. But it's the same thing after the same thing, mm -hmm. after the same thing. And it's really hard to make a really good edit without some really good music. Right. right. Yeah. yeah the, and that's why, like, you go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yes, I interrupted you. Yes. I know. And, <laughs> I know, right? Like, usually it's me. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about, if you think about your favorite movie. Mm-hmm. If you think like really deeply into it, the music drives everything. It does. Um, a quiet part on the movie or a movie with something that doesn't quite fit, it's gonna stick out like a sore thumb. But music is also like the, the attention grabber. Okay, check mm -hmm. this one. Perfect example. I don't know why I thought of this, and I know you're going to judge me. I don't care. That's all right. Um, Let it roll. Lion King. Okay. Right. Imagine Rafiki holding up Simba with, with, with none of that circle of life. Um, um, what's oh, man. Like the, I'm the way I'm the beat of ball. <laughs> Imagine that not going on. This monkey's just holding this um this this <laughs> cub, right? You gonna hear the you gonna hear the elephants farting like the the animals making noise, the birds <laughs> chirping. It's not exciting. You're gonna be like, what is he about to drop this baby? What is what is what's it, going it on? It loses ninety nine percent of its impact right. without that. But you hear that I'm super white I'm gonna be You like what? That's our new nugget of the day music. We in Africa, you know? And it's it's just that thing, man, like you can you can tell, man. I've seen some trap. Well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Your turn. 
No, I know what you're saying. But yeah, like you really just want to do in your edit everything you can to keep that audience on that feeling. Right. You know, movies, books, entertainment, songs, whatever you want to call them, like all this, all this media, it has this ability to transport you in a different universe. Right. Right, so all of a sudden you're a part of a different thing and you forget about your thing going on around you. But anytime you make a lazy decision, such as, I'm just gonna use this song because it's close enough, or I'm gonna show this shot because I need some filler. Like it's gonna, it's gonna make your audience pause and remember that they're watching your video instead of them interacting with your video and being a part of the, the experience. Mm -hmm. Because it just snaps people out of the story. And that's what the king is. The king is the story. Dude, that's all good stuff. So now we're getting to the point in the episode, Chaz, where it's everyone's favorite moment. Is it? It's time for the nugget of the day. Hmm. So. Chaz, why are you making the face like you don't have a nugget of the day? I, I do. Like, I always have nuggets of the day. Like... Like today's nugget of the day, um, it's it's one of my favorites. You didn't even ask him to drop the music. Our producers over here not even knowing what to do right now. Oh yeah, you're right. Hey, roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Chaz, it's time. The nugget of the day. The nugget of the day, man. The nugget of the day. The nugget of the day, man. Ah, uh, let's see here. Nugget of the day. This is an easy one. It's an easy one, but people forget about it. So the nugget of the day, guys and gals, is eat before you before you start filming, man. Like, I think it's something very minor that people overlook, and then they're like crashing, and they're like, "Oh, I'm so hungry," and the only time mm -hmm. you're gonna be able to eat is if you didn't bring any snacks. Is if um. You got to wait until it's time to get dinner. And that might be in, you know, five hours from now. So, yes, a breakfast and all that stuff is good, you know. But if you're if you're shooting, maybe you're maybe you're starting at midday or something. A small breakfast is cool, but I'm like a firm believer now in like grabbing something right before I'm about to walk in and start filming mm -hmm. because it's going to stretch me out. It's going to stretch out that hunger, you know, until later in the day, until it's a probably about time for you to eat anyways. Um, so, yeah, because, man, me being hungry is like the freaking the people on the sneakers commercials. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, you're not yourself when you're I'm hungry. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> so, yeah, try to, like, push out your meal or your, your biggest meal before the dinner at the wedding until, like, you're about to shoot. So... You won't get hungry or anything. If you pack snacks, go ahead and do it. I'm not a real big pack rat. I'm not, I'm not bringing snacks along. But you know, that's just me. Um, do what makes you guys comfortable, yeah. and be safe out there and drink water. You know, stay hydrated. That's what I was. That's what I was going to add to it, because I mean, so first of all, weddings are a lot harder work than people think they are. Like when you have to constantly be mentally aware and also moving around, yeah. like it's a unique mix of like exhausting work. Yeah. Um, and it's so easy, at least for me, like to forget to drink water. Yep. And then you get at that point where like they just did the first dance and you can't figure out why your hands are so shaky. <laughs> like it's probably because you haven't ate since 7 a.m. Yeah. and you haven't had anything to drink since 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, if 
like Chad said, if you're the packing kind of person, like pack you a little cooler with some snacks, with some water, whatever. Uh, if not, like make sure at least like in your car or something, like you got a bottle of water or at the venue, you know where like some water is accessible. Because if you don't stay hydrated and you don't keep something, you know, some nutrition going on, you will get to that reception and you'll look at that footage and you're like, man, like did my gimbal give out? Like what happened to my motors? Right. No, you just gave because, out. Like, it's, it, yeah, it's no joke. Like I know, you know, you forget to drink that water and you, your knees start feeling weak, you start feeling queasy. Yeah. Like, you gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. Especially in these summer weddings, gosh. Yeah, we're in North Carolina, so I know some people are like, mm. oh, that's not hot in North Carolina. Yeah, all right. It was 95 yesterday. <laughs> and it's humid here. Like, maybe that's, it's so humid. Maybe that's not hot for some people, but for me, Chaz, 95 and 100% humidity. It's crazy. Like, I know this it's same, raining this with no clouds. Texas or Arizona or nothing like that, but, bro, it's hot. Like, yeah, it's hot. It's hot. Here. It's hot. That's all I can say. It's yeah. hot and it's humid, like you yeah. said. Look, my wedding Saturday, I started, and it was a late wedding, too. I started at, um, I started at one, at one, and I managed to walk 15,000 steps, which is like seven Jeez. miles. I, it, ended at, it ended at um, 10. The helicopter flew in at 9.55. They were walking out during the send-off. The send-off was at 9.53. They walked to the end of the line, and the helicopter landed on the ground. Blade spinning. <laughs> Dude, where's your uh, where's your wedding this weekend at? What kind of wedding you got? Um, where's my wedding? My wedding is at um, the gardens on Millbrook. I mean, on it's in Raleigh. I can't remember the venue name. It's at the gardens though. You. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm, it's a solo joint. I am. It's like low key. She called me this weekend, like, you know, all that formal stuff. It's nice. We don't really care about it. We just want people to get drunk and have a good time at our reception. I was like, alrighty then. Uh, that's your kind of reception. Let's right there. get drunk and have a good time. <laughs> Dude, I've actually got a wedding this weekend. What? Uh, my first one in like what years? A while. No, come on now. And <laughs> probably a, probably a month uh, or so. Um, this wedding is actually, I'm really excited to get this one off my plate because I made a mistake, Chaz. Um, I was on the road when I took this call from this bride mm -hmm. and I quoted her the wrong price. Mm -hmm. um, she wanted pictures and video, mm -hmm. which I do offer the option to subcontract out a photographer. Um, you know, if there's a couple who contacts me first and they want to keep it all with one thing yeah. and I'm cool with yeah. that. Um, so... I sent her the quote for photography plus videography, but in the, you know, the money section, I forgot to add the photography on. Mm. Like I literally did it in a parking lot, like on the way to my destination. Mm. Um, so yeah, she signed the thing. She's like, oh my gosh, like this is so much better than I thought it was gonna be. I'm so excited. And I read her message. I was like, what do you mean? Like, like, you know, that's a different reaction than I'm used to. Um, <clears throat> and so I looked at it and on this signed contract, is just the videography price. And so this is one mm. where, you know, I've hired, I've hired the people I need to hire already. I've already paid them. But mm. talk about not making a profit on this wedding, mm -hmm. Chaz. Mm -hmm. Like I'm gambling out here is how, fa how fast I'm losing it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Not overall, just on this one project. Um, I had to tell her. Huh? But then. Uh, I'm sorry. I messed up. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, she, she knows I messed up. Like, I had that conversation with her. Um, but I decided to honor it anyway, um, based on that we had a signed contract. And I felt like, you know, a good review would do more in the long run from her than, you know, canceling, you know, what I said I was going to do. I sure hope she'll be your review. Yeah, me too. Big time. So, yeah, that wedding, it's going to be fun. Uh, Luke, you know Luke from the group. Yeah. Uh, group Luke, yeah. he's coming with me. And uh, Anthony's coming with Doesn't me. Doesn't Luke living like freaking, freaking Oklahoma or something like that? He lives in St. Louis, Missouri, and this wedding is in Cleveland. Oh, it was one of those again. Oh, back to the old yeah, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Aaron old, is back. Old traveling. I like to travel, though, man. It's fun. I feel you. Unless you do it too much. Then it gets exhausting. I feel you, bro. I feel you. But from time to time, it's not too bad. As always, guys. We really appreciate the support. Um, we appreciate, you know, all the interactions that we get to have with you guys, you know, whether it be in the group on Instagram and, you know, in the messages that me and Chaz both receive. Sometimes we get group messages with me and Chaz. But we definitely, you know, appreciate those. And we appreciate all the, the comments, the likes, the ratings, reviews, whatever we're calling them. Uh, we appreciate all those. But we still want to ask you guys, like, the more... The more reviews and the more ratings we have on this podcast, the higher it gets ranked in search results and the more people that can get helped, right? So if that's our goal, we want to help people, me and Chaz, you know, go on there, write you a quick review, you know, leave us a, re a, a rating, as long as it's good. Like, don't, don't go in there and dog us, right? Yeah. Like, that's not Keep nice. your hate mail for your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, as always, leave us that, leave us those comments, those reviews. Uh, you know, they definitely mean a lot to me and Chaz. Let us know what you want to hear, how you want to hear it. Uh, you know, like, we've had guests on before. If you want, like, a particular guest, let us know. We'll be happy to get them on here, um, have those conversations. But, as always, Chaz, peace. Hey, you got it that time. Yeah.